Hi guys, welcome or welcome back. My name is Nikki and I am the creator and host of the Black Sheep and Powder Pink. Now it's time to pack your bowls a little fatter than usual. Flavor Bleh. Are we are we there yet? Oh my god. Now is the time to pack your bowls a little fatter than usual and fill your glasses the way that Nikki would, which is to the rim. Because there's no filters here. There's Hopefully it isn't a welcome back and you guys already know my intro, so <laughs> let's just get to it. If you aren't rolling up with OG and powder pink, then my first sassy question is going to have to be, what the fuck are you waiting for? Go check out my favorite high quality accessories at www.ogandpowderpink.com. You aren't just blessing yourself with the best accessories, but you're supporting your girl too. Trust me, I got you covered. Aloha, bienvenidos, and welcome back to the things that my homies taught me. Today is a little heavy on my heart. It's April 19th, and it's what would have been my brother's 26th birthday. He was unfortunately murdered a year ago in July, and it's been hard. I, I think about him all the time, and I honestly wouldn't be here if if it weren't for him. Um, There's been times when I felt like giving up and just honestly ending everything and i hear him i hear him he's like telling me to snap out of it telling me to brush that shit off telling me to keep fucking going or like i'll get into arguments with anthony and i'm just like dude what the fuck is wrong with you and then i hear eric like bro i would have kicked his ass and everything is better after that <laughs> um eric wasn't my blood brother we actually all met when we moved to gardena in 2006 and he was with us honestly all the time after that um him and my brother were inseparable for a long time they did wrestling together prom everything and we had so many life experiences that he really taught me what being a true friend was all about and I want to dedicate today's episode to him. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Rest in peace Eric Flores. I love you. I'm gonna finish this podcast, start getting ready, and head over to the cemetery to celebrate him, his life with um, our close family and friends. I can't wait to see you and everyone else. <laughs> I think it's so important to normalize true friendship and the reason why I think that it isn't a common thing is because of everyone's insecurities in relationships. Um, I've been in a couple of relationships and even caught myself in situations where I'm just like, I don't want you to be friends with her because I am jealous or I, you know just shit like that at the moment obviously it's really hard for us to admit that it's jealousy because obviously like you know you know but at the end of the day that's what it is and i want everyone to realize that people are capable of having relationships beyond a physical connection and the best example that i can give you is one with my brother and i Eric Flores. He came into our lives in 2006 when my cousin introduced my brother and Eric. Um, we had just moved to Gardena and Anthony was just 
going into a new school, a new district, and she felt like her, like Anthony and him would just get along like gravy. And honestly, they were two complete opposites. Until we got older, they were complete opposites. Um, when we met him, Eric was this this kid with a huge head, and he was bald, and he was a little intimidating. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but over the years, he just meshed so fucking well with our family and it's so unreal because at this point in my life I honestly couldn't imagine experiencing life without him um he had my back so much and he loved my mom and my son and my brother like no other his family they're so great and they're so good to us and I couldn't feel or be any more blessed to have you know cross paths with them and he has a daughter now and she's so so beautiful and looks exactly like him and I literally cried so hard when I saw her for the first time because she literally looks exactly like him and I'm so pissed off that he didn't get the chance to meet her but we will continue to fight for justice um, on top of having an emotional week because it was his 26th birthday, we also have to go to court um, next week on Tuesday because his murderer is going to be arraigned in court. So uh, it's so emotional. Um, it's an up and down roller coaster. You really, you know, I feel like you graduate high school and you, you know that not everyone is going to make it. 10 years from today and you know this because of statistics because of movies that you've watched because of experiences your your parents have had and shared with you um unfortunately the great ones die young and i this is the second second person from high school that i I was close to i've had more than two people pass from high school but Jose um, was the first, rest in peace, snappy, and I was in ninth grade, and he actually passed away on my birthday, and the second was Eric, but I, it's been a year, and I still cry almost, oh my gosh, every time I hear his name, I just, I am so sad that someone who was younger than me, I had, we had to bury him, and he, he couldn't live his life, and the way that he died, the reasons behind it, it's just so fucked up, um, he passed defending his friend and I know that if he was gonna die from any type of violence it would have been over something like this he was such a great friend um super supportive even if you were out on the street and making a stupid ass decision he supported you and he was gonna be right beside you um uh, so I feel like (laughs) I wanted to share an important lesson that that Eric taught me. Um, sorry. He taught me a million things, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, he was my, my the brother that I never knew I wanted but always needed because Anthony and I needed the mesh in between. Um, he was always a peacemaker. He always showed me, and it, you know, it's funny because I'm always like, Eric, you were fake as fuck, like, because I would literally be talking shit about someone to Eric, 
And then two seconds later, he would literally be talking to them like, oh, what's up, homie? Like, da-da-da-da-da. And I'd be like, bro, you are so fake. But it really was not even him being fake. It was him fucking telling me, like, fuck you. Your drama is your drama. And I'm cool as fuck with this person. And you're not gonna, like, you're not gonna decide where the fate in my relationship with this person goes. And I've always felt like in those circumstances whenever i'm talking to someone that my friend didn't like or or things like that i always felt like i was betraying my friend but in reality that person never did anything for me to react a certain way or treat them a certain way and i fucking respect that shit it takes a lot for you to be cool with the person that not everyone is cool with and i i respect that he had a heart and a mind of his own and it really showed in the way that he moved the way that he spoke and just the way that he was um it was a hard day when we found out that he passed away for me and everyone else um i don't live at home with my mom but my brother uh called me that morning and I had never, I've never really seen my brother cry or show any type of emotion other than an asshole. Um, but like he was emotional on the phone and my son too. Like I had my brother on speaker cause I had just woken up and I, I was having a hard time understanding what he was saying. And he said it clearly for my son and I to understand. And my son yelled so loud that I will just always remember this conversation in the saddest way and I I never want to feel this way again I know I know it's inevitable death comes with living but uh, it just weighs so fucking heavy that I just don't understand how life could just be the way that it is and it really made me put life into perspective I was like uh, like like death is a serious thing and eric could not have left with no without a stamp with no you know like there we have to do something to to honor him in the best way and i've made the choice to take the lessons that i felt best benefited me in the sense that i would have not used or had morals when i made decisions prior to like applying what he's taught me and something that Eric taught me was to keep it 1000 and 100 it's cool to keep it 100 but wait oh my gosh hold on nugget no don't thank you so (laughs) sorry about that so he always taught me to keep it 1000 and the reason and way that you can be a fraud a negative 1000 or simply make a mistake that'll keep you from being a great friend is by stating an opinion and it's really easy to to mis mislead someone off a biased thought or concern of yours and i'm going to explain it to you so i recently came across um my shift in life in 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 the sense of my living arrangement 
I had to move from Gardena to Torrance. Um, it was last minute, abrupt, and it's a huge shift for me. I know that the city is, it's their neighboring cities, but the change in the comfort of where I live, my things, um, where I sleep, everything is just different. And, you know, having the stability of a home is a big thing. And it just, if things are not really meshing with me the way that they were prior, it, in good ways though, um, I, I was more of, like, my setting was more lax, I was more free to have my product and inventory out, and it was just, I don't know, I don't know how to explain other than my shift and just energy was different, and it changed the path that I was going in when it came to my creative site, and I started not to believe in myself, and not believing in myself gave or projected a bad attitude and these are not things that were anyone else's problem but mine and unfortunately something happened that sparked this thought that Eric had brought into my head and I was like this is exactly what Eric means and it all it all makes sense now and remember what I said if anyone was gonna get called out by me I was going to be first in line. So I was going through my own shit personally and it was seen through other people in the way that I was speaking to to people like in a certain way. I had more attitude. I was more negative. Um, I didn't really want to do much. I just wanted to skate and go home or just, you know, I was being, I had a nasty attitude all around and it's, it's. this is when I learned the difference and how easy it is to cross a line between being a good friend and a bad friend and I am always the one who learns things the hard way unfortunately that's me and my mom honestly capitalizes my life on that so we're just gonna advertise it and just say fuck it I like doing things my way even if it's the wrong way, even if it hurts, even if it sucks, I'm gonna fucking do it. And unfortunately, I trusted two people to be real friends. And I know, I know, not everyone knows the definition of a friend and I don't hold them liable or accountable for not knowing because who fucking knows how they were raised. But um, I trusted them. I thought that they were my best friends. And I overheard them talking about me and this is something that Eric taught me because I was voicing an opinion on someone and they overheard me and it really hurt their feelings and I was voicing an opinion from a place of love like hey like I really feel like da 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 is being a bitch like da 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 that person agreed and then it so easily became gossip but guess what I was talking to someone about someone else. I should have confronted her and said, hey, you're being a fucking bitch and I don't fucking like it. Then I would have been a real friend and she could have done whatever the fuck she wanted with the information I was giving her, with my opinion, emotion that I was sharing. 
it was her job to to fix her attitude but it was my job to tell her that it was a problem in the first place and I didn't get it at first I was like dude I don't understand like why would I tell her that like that makes me a bitch and da 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 and I, I, I was younger I um I didn't know or pay attention to empathy I didn't really understand removing myself from my perspective and putting myself into someone else's because I felt like I was always right and it wasn't until I was placed in her shoes and I really felt it and I want everyone to realize that it's little things like this that can make us look like we're the bad guys or make us look like we don't care when in reality we do um so I overheard my two friends talking about me and I say this with a smile because I know that they mean no harm you know but obviously it hurt so they were saying that I was just you know a bitch and whatever whatever and I had to overhear this it was the first that I've heard it coming from them they have never treated me like I was out of line with them I guess you can say maybe one of them because I just I found out some really horrible things and I had found out that week so I had an attitude towards that whole situation but he you know ran with that god forbid the world found out what I knew um then it would justify my attitude but whatever he fucking thrived off me being a bitch and they were gossiping about me and it would have been so much easier for the both of them to have confronted me the moment they felt disrespected or felt like I was out of line and you know been there and been like hey like this is you don't act like that like please don't do that I don't like that behavior like da 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 and if I would have continued it okay talk shit but if I didn't that's great you helped me become a better person life is a learning experience every day you learn and I am so over the gossip bullshit I I need everyone to start being real friends and it's so easy and when Eric called me out on it I was pissed off I was like no fuck that I'm a good fucking friend I don't know what the hell you're talking about so you must be talking to the wrong person like you got me fucked up and ultimately I'm the one who lost I was resentful and I missed out on what would have been a great friendship and it sucks for me to have to admit that but I can miss old friends it's okay it's okay (laughs) like it's okay to admit that you messed up in a friendship it's okay to go back and apologize and say hey I miss you as a friend and well how are the fuck you miss them just hey I miss you I hope that you're doing well. I hope that life is treating you grand. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're a spiteful little bitch, mind your own business. I'm glad that someone came to mind when I brought up the topic, but mind your own fucking business. The world is fucked up and we don't need anyone adding any extra sodium to our plates. Okay, keep the salt bay to you, bay. Okay? (laughs) He taught me, okay, hold on, 
So let me talk to you guys about, like, one of the funniest, funniest fucking moments with Eric. Now that I was a little serious in the in the lessons that he taught me, I hope that I can smoothly shift the gear into something humorous. So one time, my son's father had gave as a gag joke my brother these um porn porn videos and they were dvds like i'm no i'm no i'm not that fucking old okay they were dvds we did have a dvd player at the time but only like through the xbox i don't know i don't know i don't know anyway anyway um and this was also a time when redbox like was it just came out and we were like into getting a bunch of movies we are original netflix account holders so we literally used to get dvds mailed to our house and the red envelopes and everything but anyway my baby daddy had brought my brother a, a gag gift which was porn dvds but they were <laughs> it was like the titles were like big black greasy booties and bootylicious you know ethiopian greasy booties like i don't even fucking oh my god (laughs) it was fucking hilarious (laughs) and my mom had got home from work that day and she walked into the living room we were all hanging out in the living room and she was like hey like how's everybody are you guys hungry do you guys need any snacks like dinners i'm gonna start cooking dinner you know we're like we're good um just hanging out or whatever she starts walking towards her room and the couch that the porn videos were on were on the couch that she was walking towards and she literally leans forward and she's like oh you guys got some videos from um or you guys rented some videos what are you guys gonna watch you guys gonna watch movies and we're like yeah we're gonna watch she bends down and picks up the movie and she's like what the fuck whose fucking video is this And we just literally froze our jaws, dropped to the ground. And Eric, his little freaking, he was a little white boy. He started turning so red, like his jaw, like, (laughs) it was so bad. It was so, so bad. Because we just all stayed quiet. We're just like, it's Anthony's, like, (laughs) And my brother, he's such a little shithead. He took it like a champ. Like, he just ate that shit. My mom was really pissed off. Like, it was really funny. Oh, my gosh. I'm always going to remember that. I love him. (laughs) He also really taught me how important it was to have friends around you who really value and appreciate your children. Um, Not everyone will come across that. And it's crazy because I was the first of my group of friends to have a child. And it, I was so depressed. It was really such a hard time. No one understood. No one still does, at least until you have a kid, you don't understand. And it's crazy to me because my friends are all having kids now. And they are having kids at the same time so they're not completely alone they have each other to kind of support each other mentally and stuff but um i went through it alone and it's crazy to see their empathy now um you know like nicole i i'm sorry that i didn't invite you and adam or i'm sorry that i didn't consider adam 
um, or things that were geared towards children. And uh, guys, reach out to your friends who have kids because being a parent, especially at a young age, is so lonely and it's so hard and you give up so much of your life to your baby. You don't regret it at all, but it does it does take from you and the person that you were and you know when you are pregnant everyone is just like get ready to come second you know you don't matter anymore you're it's all about the baby now and da 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 but you guys matter baby mamas and baby daddies out there you guys matter and Eric loved Adam he always took Adam into account he always considered who would watch Adam and we got to a point where he was pretty much living with us and I needed someone to watch Adam while I went to class and Eric was always there and he was the best, best fucking uncle to Adam. Um, It's important to have friends like that and even if they do things that upset you, like I mentioned, talk to them about it directly. Don't gossip, don't go to anyone else with someone else's problem go direct to the person that you have a problem with and talk to them because the best thing that you can do and and be is real and being honest with someone does not hurt and as long as you give what you're telling them with the best intention um there's no way that it can backfire on you i feel like delivery is very important the tone that you use when you speak to someone the way that you you talk to them about whatever is is keeping you from being happy around them um all of that comes into play and it all matters and unfortunately everyone is different there's no guide because everyone plays by their own rules and when you agree to be in a friendship relationship any type of kinship with someone you're agreeing to the their life and every part of it the ugly the bad you are a part of them and they represent you even when you're not around you know how many times have you heard like oh i know so and so because she brought him to the bar and da 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 you know you're you're tied to who you're surrounding yourself in who you're surrounding yourself oh my god you are to oh you are tied to uh oh my god okay you are tied to whoever you associate and surround yourself with so even when you are not there they represent you and be honest with them and if you can't be honest with them then you need to you know do some self-reflecting or just don't be their friend it's so easy for you to decide not to be someone's friend and if you're having a hard time deciding whether you're a good or bad friend to someone just look at your your actions and the way that you treat them and ask yourself is there a reason did i do something because it's also really important to take accountability um eric had no problem admitting that he was wrong he had no problem saying that he did this this and this and now the ball is in your court and you need to decide where our friendship goes and i i literally just told my friend this the other day because she was going through something and her friend was really upset with her she really 
she told her she's like you know it really hurt me that I have your back and I felt like I was alone in this instance and you you didn't defend me the way that I wanted to be defended and I could see the confusion in my friend's face like she really did not know what to say or what to do and I was just like hey are you sorry do you regret what happened what's wrong what's going on she's like well yeah I'm sorry but she's talking shit to me and I'm like okay well she's talking shit to you because she's hurt you hurt her wouldn't you feel the same way that she does if you're sorry who gives a fuck if you look like the little guy who gives a fuck if you for a second feel belittled or embarrassed it's just one second of a lifetime apologize everyone is wrong and it's okay to be wrong But as long as you apologize and you're 1,000% behind your mistake and willing to move forward from it, what can anyone say? Really nothing. Like nothing. (laughs) So I think that that is something that I've taken with me throughout my lifespan since I've met Eric. Um, I really didn't start applying it until he passed away and I started getting a broader perspective of life and how easily it is for us to just be gone, literally here and then there. And I'm sorry, I really didn't want to do like this serious vibe, but I'm really just so sad that he's gone already, but I'm happy that I got to celebrate him today and... I get to every day actually moving forward. Um, I hope you guys liked today's episode. I know it was a little different. I also wanted to ask if you guys cared if instead of doing like the whole Tuesdays and Thursdays thing, I just started being spontaneous when when with when I did uploads. Um, last week, I definitely wanted to try and do my my first week see how I felt so I did a Tuesday and Thursday and I was like you know I'm gonna take a break just a one-week break see what everyone's feedback is um see if I liked the flow of the way I was speaking um and I just I don't I don't know if it's like a random ass fear of commitment that I never knew I had but I don't like it it's not fun. I feel like I set myself up for failure when I say I'm going to be here every Tuesday and Thursday because then I apply pressure and I overthink it and it just it just it just it doesn't work like that. I don't work that way. Um so uh moving forward, I'm just going to be releasing podcasts when they feel right. Um I released a podcast today, but this was supposed to be for yesterday and I re refilmed it because I changed back to the original Tuesday day and I just mm, I like yesterday's podcast better so I I think I'm gonna stick to my my instinct and I'm sorry I'm being a commitment phobe I didn't think that those people existed and I didn't think in a million years that I would ever become one but life teaches you things in ways you don't like or expect like my son knocking one sec guys i also have a very important little guest with me introducing hello my name is adam i'm nine years old oh dang 
give them your social security number too while you're at it. Um, Adam, tell us an important thing that your uncle Eric taught you. Um, he taught me basically from right to wrong. What do you mean from right to wrong? Like, like to do stuff that's not. Uh-huh. That's not bad. In like he taught you the difference between right, right and wrong? Mm-hmm. Like not to be a bad boy and to be a good boy? Mm-hmm. Like he used to always tell you that, right? Yeah. What else? Um. <laughs> Adam was like... I want to be on your podcast. I want to do it. I was like, okay, let's do it. You always embarrass me. No, and then so this weekend, I was like, okay, let's get Adam on here. And he's frozen. Like, like Elsa. Let it go. Let it go. Why? Say hi. Hello. How are you doing? Are you going to help me say bye to everybody? Yeah. All right. That's going to be the end of today's episode. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. I will have a happier, lighter episode for you guys on Thursday. I fucking promise. This, like I said, was a heavy day for me. My brother, Eric, I've cried enough. I love you. Thank you for supporting me. Shout out to Nicole Flores. You're a great mama bear that I didn't know i needed also adam you want to say anything Mm, bye bye guys (laughs) oh my goodness stage fright who knew a cat can get a tongue i wish it happened more often because i have a chatty mcpatty on my hands oh here comes nugget bye guys